So it's not raining where you at yet? Oh, no, no. It's not for once. Huh. Assume it's raining where you're at. Please no more. Please no more what? Make it stop. No more Stop stopping. Oh, great. And the black guy's a monster. Yeah, that makes sense. That's usually how that works. Fuck this fucking movie. Fuck you. Wait. Fuck him. Who is a monster? Can I tell you about my insane jury duty? I I had to I served yes, in a please. jury. Yes, please. I can do that. Okay. So I got picked to serve in a jury. What the fuck? Shut I up, was... Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's not saying anything. If you hear something, it's the end of Tokyo Tribe. Uh, I think okay. it's just his fan. Are we missing someone? <laughs> nope, no fan. Oh yeah, Kevin's recording in a different location now. Oh, For the cool. first time ever, I get to sit up while I talk about. Doesn't movies. he sound different? It sounds like you could like move around or something if you needed to. <laughs> I'm actually standing in the kitchen right now. You sound like you're awake. Oh. You sound I am like awake. you could like toss a ball to someone. I could maybe even catch a ball from someone, or possibly dodge. Is that like out an of the window? window? I'm gonna stop this movie. Y'all can tell me how it ends. <laughs> me too. Where are you at? High five, Kevin. They just killed the blonde-haired dude, I think. I'm 25 minutes out. So, Kevin tell me how Kevin and Dylan, the people who didn't finish watching the movie, uh, would you recommend this film? I'd recommend it to Logan. <laughs> I would definitely recommend it to, to Logan and probably to you, Matt. Logan, would you recommend this film? And why don't you tell us what it is and what it's about? What? Yeah. All right, the movie is Tokyo Tribe. Oh, first of all, hey, let's talk about this movie or whatever. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, the movie this week is Tokyo Tribe. In alternate Japan, territorial street gangs form opposing factions, collectively known as the Tokyo Tribes. They're the leader of the Welcome tribe of the Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. The leader of the Wu Rons tribe of Pakuru crosses the line to conquer all of Tokyo. The war begins. I don't know how to pronounce these names, but it's a director is a is it a Shion Sono? Sure. Yeah, sure. But he also directed. Mur- uh, not, I was gonna say Murder Party. He didn't direct that. He directed Suicide <laughs> Club, which is a pretty good film. Suicide Club. If you haven't seen that, he also directed. Uh, Why don't you go play in hell? Which is something I've been meaning to watch. Which looks he, crazy cool. He directed Homicide Click. Yeah, Suicide Club, which is uh, really good Murder film. Social. Uh, manslaughter. Uh, killing soiree. Hey. He's got like involuntary 40... manslaughter uh, picnic. I already said manslaughter. You can't use that. Or if he's you can't, then I'm gonna go vehicular manslaughter. He's got We're like just using all types of manslaughter. But he's got a, a like a lot of films. Apparently, he's got something called like the Whispering Star, the Virgin Psychics, Tag. Oh, I wanted to see Tag. I didn't know he directed that. That was my next thing on my list. I need to see. Yeah, he directed uh, the movie called Tag, uh, Shinjuku Swan, which is also filming a sequel right now. Bad film, The Land of Hope, Kaniki, Kankichi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Guilty of Romance, Cold Fish. That's another movie I need to see, Cold Fish. Uh, Love Exposure is another thing he directed. Uh, he directed something called Strange Circus, which I really want to watch now. All right, Japanese directors are very productive. We get it. Oh, and there's also a 2004 No Pants Girls Boxing. Oh, no, no Pants Girls Movie Boxing 2. I think I saw that one. Good. 
Yeah, that sounds like a neat movie. Yeah. It's, I assume it's about a, a superhero named No Pants Girl? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, did you say if you'd recommend it, Logan? I don't think I did, but it's an acquired taste. I actually <laughs> didn't like it at first. And, like, it's just, it's kind of a weird film. I mean, it's not kind of a weird film. It is a weird film. <laughs> it's it's kind of boring in its weirdness, though. It wasn't weird enough. It was mostly, well, we'll get to that. Uh, you didn't Hi, guys. It yet, Let's talk it's, about it's, this it gets movie weirder. or whatever. It gets a lot weirder. <laughs> Nearly I, get what Logan, I get what Logan was saying. It took me well past the title card, which is like 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, to get into it. But once I was in that world, it, it felt, it was fun. I liked it. It's definitely um, refreshing in a, in a in a such a politically correct climate to have constant rape on screen. There's no rape <laughs> in the film. Okay. There's lots of threats of it. Yeah, and, there's uh, right. threats invitations of it. of it and uh, yeah. molestation and whatnot. It's very, very refreshing, you know, yeah. to finally have a movie that doesn't that uh, that makes fun of um, like fat undersex nerds, but also gives them exactly what they came to see, <laughs> like. Japanese bus videos. Yes. You know, it kind of reminded me the most of uh, how The World of Tomorrow? Shit, what is that movie called? Escape from Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow? Wait a minute. Tomorrowland. There you Edge go. Edge of Tomorrowland. Vehicular manslaughter, Edge of Tomorrowland. <laughs> and mute. Hey, Matt, what'd you think of the film? Would you recommend it? And what'd you think of it? I can't recommend this to anybody, but I'm also not going to caution anyone away from it. So if you feel like you might want to watch it, go ahead, watch it. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that it is a rap musical. It's a very crucial part. Yeah. (laughs) A bit of information to know about it. It totes itself as the first rap battle musical. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what they tell you. That's what they say. Well, um... I, I kind of like the movie, but my experience of it, it's as if um, I like sat down to play a video game with a friend. Then once the game started at a certain point, I realized that my controller doesn't work. And so it's just <laughs> my friend is going to play. And so then t- uh, like I kind of want to leave, but my friend keeps doing stuff to like expose genitals of the characters to me to like keep me around. And then two hours later, I'm like, that was a really short video game. And now I have all of that in my head now. So, huh. Was it Jack Ryan Radio? It sounds like it was Jack Ryan Radio. Jack Ryan Radio? Jet, Jet said Radio? Jack Ryan Radio? Jet. Yes, it was. Whatever you, you said. Okay. That's what that was. This this movie reminded me a lot of that okay. game. And but the yeah, Warriors? It's... I've never seen the Warriors, but is this kind of just a ripoff of that? No, it's nothing like the okay. Warriors. All right, all right. But they, right. they take you through and like show you all of these different people, and it's like, I know who all the people are, uh, and also feel nothing about any of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. They build a decent, a pretty neat world at the beginning. Hey, you guys know that um, this movie uh, came out one week after Yakuza Apocalypse? I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. Yakuza Apocalypse is definitely a superior film. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I might have liked this movie more than Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> no. I definitely did. <laughs> I enjoyed it more than Snowpiercer, for sure. I mean, I guess in that case, yeah, I, sometimes I enjoy porn more than Snowpiercer. I guess you're right. Depends on the mood. 
This guy would be uh, be a pretty good director of porn parodies, I think. Well, it's kind of what this was. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Kevin. I totally thought the first 15 minutes was like leading up to a porn, and then they like strips the girl's shirt off, and I'm like, yeah, wait. <laughs> Did we cross a line that I didn't know about? Definitely yeah, the most adult, now? like adult thing I've ever seen on Netflix. I'd say streaming. <laughs> yeah, also, I mean, they actually Netflix actually has like porn on there. I'm pretty sure. I think they're like porn parodies. What? I think I've come run across a couple. I'm like, wow, this is really making me uncomfortable. Like, I didn't want to watch porn right now. Also, I couldn't tell if that lady was into it or not. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's like the, in that's those porny aspects. Were you just coming, Dylan? <laughs> what? Sorry, that's what it else. sounded My like. Mic's on, on now. What's happening? Was a blonde-haired so dude named Mera? Meta? Yeah, Mera. Meta. Kevin, you missed the best part. Uh, after after the ending, they show why he hates Kai. You get to go Is back in time stupid? and see it. Yeah, I was hoping it was. They kind of already suggest why he's mad at him, but you get to go back and see him. Like his when first. He, right. When he decides he hates Kai. Go ahead and tell me. This guy has a big dick. <laughs> Bigger than his. That's, that's the whole great. point of it. Like, that's what started the whole thing. Yep. He's mad about Kai's dick being big. Yeah. Which I kind of got, like, what his response was, like, I only met you once in a sauna. Why do you hate me? And I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. Which my first assumption was, like, that he maybe came on to him and he wasn't wasn't interested or didn't pick up on his signals. Nope, that's too much work. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you should go back. I would recommend watching that in part, though. It's pretty good. No. <laughs> I like how that's what being a bad guy boils down to. Being so he idiot. really hates himself. It's really man versus his own inadequacies. Exactly. But he also Damn. gets really mad at that one guy when he sees that he has a small weenus. <laughs> yes. Smaller than him, and tiny weenies got to die. I don't know if Dylan saw that part either. I don't think he did. Not if he's 25 out. Yeah. 25 out. Yeah, I'm 25 <laughs> out. Also, it was really hard to uh, to uh, walk around my house watching this. With an erection? Well, that too. But uh, I was really hungry. I'm like, okay, I really want to go to the kitchen and get food. My family's here. Every two scenes, there's boobs in this movie. I don't know. I guess I could hide the iPad. It was really tough. It's, that was a challenge. Like, I, that was the most memorable part of the movie for me, I think. It wasn't like every two Trying to conceal it? Yes. Trying to get trying to eat and not make my parents, our family, who don't really understand podcasts, that I'm not just watching a porno. So you hate naked women or something, Dylan? Is that it? You don't like people like being naked? Uh, for you sure. Like porn? I'm totes sex negative. Maybe he didn't not want anyone house. in his house to read the phrase, rape me until I'm dry downstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's all in Japanese. They couldn't see what, like, what... Hear what they're Mine saying. was dubbed. You were Wait, dubbed? what? That's not true. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I would have liked this movie more in maybe, English. It would have yeah. been so much funnier. Maybe how would that have learned learn Japanese incredible. somehow? I think if I would have learned Japanese, I think I would have enjoyed the rapping more. <laughs> I know. That's the bad part. You can't really totally enjoy the rapping if you don't understand the words as they're coming out of people's mouths. Yeah, that was a real drawback for me. There was uh there was uh, uh some some real rapists in this also. Yep. Lots of rappers. There's actually like real rappers in this film. Real rapists too. No, or at least I was, yeah, I was <laughs> saying what Dylan. Dylan's saying, rapists. They tried to rap that young lady. A rap battler. Rap battled a lot of people. 
true. Let's have a conversation about cultural appropriation, you guys. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to meet my mic. Okay. <laughs> Dylan. How long do you think it'll be till Dylan's talking again? I don't know. No. Three, two. <laughs> Were you going to like yell at the Japanese people for appropriating white culture? White culture? Or black culture? I don't know. Black culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah y'all. Was that what he was saying? Urban culture? Huh. I don't know. Huh. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. I don't know. So what else have you guys been watching? Logan? Uh, I think we're not at that point yet. <laughs> oh. Hey, let's talk about the movie. Um, yeah. So, the, yeah, the movie uh, starts with, what was that guy's name? I think, I'm not sure. Let me go double check. I think it was MC show. I think it was what his actual the guy know, who's the narrator. The narrator, yeah. 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 I MC. Think he, yeah, I think it's like MC show or something. I'm going to double check on that. Well, he's in, it's like uh, Get Ghettoed Up Tokyo, uh, controlled by gangs all over the place. Then there's the one guy cuts that lady cop's clothes open and then explains like the gangs that, that run the place. Yeah, they sh- start with MC show. He's kind of giving you a backdrop like on Tokyo and like kind of rapping and then uh there's a police officer and she confronts like these guys selling something out of like selling tapes mixtapes yeah mixtapes yeah, there's out dope of... in the in the cassettes yeah mixtapes well there's dope in the but they were selling the cases. drugs so she confronts them and she's also dressed like a stripper pretty much she's like got really short shorts on she's dressed like a cop man she's not dressed like a cop <laughs> You just think she's dressed she like dressed a stripper like a young, a hot, idealistic cop. She's yeah. just, she's just like a stripper that's trying to look like a cop. The cops, other cops, had a lot more clothes on. Also, she wasn't wearing a bra. Is that what you see her as? Why, why can't you just see her as a cop dressing like a stripper? Why do you see her as the <laughs> other way? That's very misogynist. She wasn't even wearing a bra. <laughs> it's, that's dressed like a that's, stripper to me. It's true. Oh, so you think any woman who doesn't wear a bra is a stripper? No, I'm thinking. I think strippers, a lot of strippers, don't wear bras if they're wearing costumes to get the boobs out easier. Well, strippers do wear bras when they're wearing costumes because when they want to make it take longer to strip, uh, they can do more teasing. I think it depends on the stripper. <laughs> well, okay, all right, touche. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so then uh, Meta, he gives, that's this is how they frame your introduction to the, the tribes of Tokyo. Yeah, he rips her shirt open, and then he takes a knife as he's threatening her and starts, like, pointing out parts of her body. And... Here, while you explain what he's doing, I'm going <laughs> to beat her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he goes on her body, like, body and, like, oh. <laughs> And starts describing like where the tri- like how Tokyo's, Tokyo's divided. <laughs> More tremble. JL. But he describes like how Tokyo's divided this. up in tribes while he's dragging the knife across her body. Yeah, that sets then... up that he's like a a sick fuck. Yeah, and then after you are all introduced to all the tribes, then they introduce more. Yeah. <laughs> Keep introducing them throughout the whole movie. Exactly. Well, some most of them were introduced uh, at the beginning. I think most. I don't yeah, know. the important ones like the Giga Giga girls and the Nary motherfuckers. The Nary Excuse motherfuckers. Me. What Na- about the Nary motherfuckers. Jack. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that because yeah, he barely was in it. Like yeah, it wasn't very interesting. Holy shit, though, Musashino! I loved Musashino. Oh, the guys at the cafe. They were they were the gang that are all about peace and love and friendship and hanging but, out and having a good time. But no kissing dudes, no homo. Oh yeah, Not, he did say no homo. Yeah, right? banging their waitress. Mm. You know what though? I bet if any of their friends uh, were homos, then they would g- start having an open mind about that. Yeah, they'd probably be like the, how they were with the waitress who felt insecure about it. They'd be like, "You've got the best dick, guy. I'd totally have sex with you." Yeah. Exactly. Now we're all gay. Yeah, all homo. <laughs> Dylan, what do you oh, think shit. of this film again? No. I'd like to get your input input on this. I think you guys all to atone for this have to watch the Japan episode of the Ellen Page vacation show. I will totally watch that. Is that on Netflix? It's on YouTube and it gets crazy two thirds of the way through. I don't want to spoil it, but it gets insane. I want to watch that show. Meaning, are they actually on a gay vacation? Uh, I, I, I think they always are because they are gay. No, <laughs> but I mean, like, is it scripted? Or are they like being really gay? Um, they, they, they explore some of Japan's <laughs> gay subculture, but I, I don't, you know, I'm sure like things are set up ahead of time and whatnot. Uh, that's a very good question to ask about the, the last part of the video that you guys should watch, but I don't want to spoil it because it gets insane. I'll tweet Ellen. Thanks. There, there you go. Ask Ellen about it. Hey, so, are you, I'm sure she'll totally get what you're saying. <laughs> hey, is, is this scripted or are you gaying it up like a gay? You know what I mean? So, what have I been watching recently? Well, I'll tell you. We're not Thanks. at that part, Dylan. We're oh, that man. Part yet. Nary motherfuckers! Yeah, we gotta talk about this movie some more. Like, Nary wait, motherfuckers. Wait, wait, wait. What'd wait. you think of the Nary motherfuckers, Fuck you! Dylan? What'd you think of the Nary motherfuckers? Who? What? The what's? The Nary what motherfuckers. They're great. Is that the dudes with, like, the baseball jerseys? Yeah. And yeah, the they're, they're pretty cool. I wouldn't hang out with them, but they were pretty cool. What? I like Fox Force 5. I like the Crazy 88s. They're all cool, man. I don't know. What about the 5066? 76 pickup, 38 special. They're all 1776. That's my favorite play. How'd you like Bupa? Uh, not bad. I like Bupa. It Bupa made me hungry like... for Italian food. Dil- Dylan, did you watch this movie? Bupa de Becco? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you watched it. To both movie. of those questions. Family style. Also, when they abducted all those young ladies, they were about to do something to them family yeah. style. Either eating or. <laughs> Something else. Yeah, they were, I think they ate some lady at one point. Well, they yes. certainly mentioned it. Cannibals. Let's just go ahead and say it. Bupa is what Donald Trump is in, in no. his home, right? No. I mean, <laughs> no? Mara is. He's what... more of a Bernie Sanders type, I think. <laughs> Mara is what like Paying Donald Trump would be. I mean, Mara has blonde hair. Uh, probably has a small penis, like Trump. <laughs> I mean, filled with inadequacy <laughs> issues. Mera I mean, is maybe what Trump would be like if, like, uh, his body dog. hadn't failed him in all of the ways. Did I say Mera? I meant Bupa. You said Bupa. I said Mera's more like him. Yeah, he was saying that would be the Trump. Yeah. Ah, so it, who is Bupa pulling the strings? The Illuminati. Bupa represents the Illuminati. Oh, or God just, did. like, he's just, like, a f- old fat dude who has, like, orgasms <laughs> all the time. To give you an input on Bupa, who likes killing and having sex with things and eating people. As far as I can tell, Bupa's favorite places to put his wiener when he wants to have orgasms 
is either in a lady's mouth or just underneath a dildo. I don't. Like, I don't think he pushes the dildo into his crotch until he. I don't think he like puts his late parts in any lady. I think he just has the dildo which he rubs and like just has random orgasms all the time in his pants. Well, at the end though, uh, there was that like bikini girl on her knees, like right before he shot his machine gun. Yeah, but then he shoved her off, and his pants were like completely secure. So I'm guessing she had a dildo in her mouth. <laughs> Might be right. Didn't maybe notice that, he, did you? Maybe he has no penis. I noticed that. I just didn't go to that uh, much thought. I assumed it just flopped back into his pants when he was done. <laughs> he hasn't trained. Like, like maybe he just like he didn't undo his pants. He just pulled the waistband down. Uh, so then once it's done, then it just you know stands up and his waistband flips back up over it. I think he has like no penis or something, and he just, we like, should we should have said uh, some of the things we talk about tonight may be inappropriate for young children to listen to, uh, or anyone else. Yeah, Dylan's very angry about this film because he can't walk around the house watching it. <laughs> if he had been able to sprawl out in one place and watch it, it's better if you do that, it. Dylan. Just sprawl, sprawl all over the place. You gotta, you gotta sprawl, Dylan. Get your dildo and smash it into your crotch. I think he's muted, you guys. Fine. Are you here? Yes. <laughs> um. I thought Buff was pretty scary. Yeah, he was a fucked like in, up crime lord. Like in that way that crazy people are scary. Like he literally could do anything at any moment. I thought he was just too fucking silly to be scary. I mean, he was he's right. Silly he as was hell. probably over the line, but he still was. Like he had enough conviction in his uh, evil. Oh, he was yeah. very overacting, and that kind of made him less scary to me. But I, you know, it's a larger than life character, so what are you gonna do? Super hammy. Bloop. Hey, it's editor TJ here again. I always have additional insights into the discussion while I'm editing them, but I try not to include them unless they fundamentally change the way that I think about a film, and I think that this qualifies. As I reflected further upon the significance of Bupa smashing the dildo into his crotch until he orgasmed, I began to grasp the deeper commentary that this film holds concerning the nature of patriarchal society. We aren't shown the true inciting incident of the war between the Tokyo tribes until after the movie is over, but as we come to learn, the conflict is propelled by Meira's anguish over the fact that Kai's penis is bigger than his. But we see that Meta isn't lashing out sheerly because of envy, but rather because Kai has challenged his very concept of society and the inherent hierarchy that governs it. What upsets him isn't the fact that there exists a larger penis than his, but the knowledge that this larger penis is possessed by a man who he deems lower and weaker than himself. We know this because... Meta reacts with the same mindless hatred and violence when he sees the brutish, powerful enforcer, Jadakins, uh, without no pants on, and realizes that a man who he regards as his equal in both status and physical prowess, he, he sees that that man has, in fact, a very teeny-weeny indeed. I believe that this is why Bappa engages in carnal acts repeatedly throughout the course of the film, both alone and with a partner, and yet we never get to see his juicy dong. Perhaps because his dong is not so juicy, after all. So he conceals it in the sight of Meta. He plays a part. 
suddenly the performance we earlier deemed hammy and over-the-top becomes a very measured and informed portrayal of of a man trying to maintain the sort of the um uh, I don't know. I forgot where I was going with this. I'm sorry. I'm a little drunk when I when I do these. Bye. Bloop. A right. big uh, a big uh, important part of the, the of the story is uh Sun Mi is this girl who's like sort of passed out in a chair on the street that they round up to take to Bupa Town in their vans. Which there was a line that I wish I had written down, but I didn't about high schoolers getting into vans. <laughs> I remember, uh, how do you like, think Tracy uh, Jordan feels about this movie. What do you mean? He would probably star in the American adaptation. What would that be called? Um, well, oh, I can't Is actually say it. Why not? There you go. Just say it. Oh. Just say it, Dylan. I can't say it. Why not? My words, I don't have the words to you say. Can't it. pronounce it. Right. Let me type it. This one guy in the cast list looks like Japanese Kevin Corrigan. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. All right. Anyways. Uh, Bupa did have a face tattoo, and that's a big deal in Japan, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. This is after uh, the society collapses. Um, yeah, I remember uh, I remember listening to another podcast with a guy, um, a, a white American expat. I was in Japan, and he actually, like, he has a tattoo. He's been kicked out of at least three pools, or, you know, three, like, saunas or whatever because of them. Because he probably has help? Probably. Tattoos, right? He's dangerous. I just like the idea of, like, being afraid of white people. That's amazing. I want to go over there and scare <laughs> some guys. Wait, you're not afraid of white people, Dylan? Uh, I can't be afraid of my own people. They Why got not? buttons, Dylan. They can press these buttons that they have. That's true. <laughs> they call security. They <laughs> Drop bombs on everywhere. Oh, only no. a freak him out. Ah, I'm a white guy. Wow, I want to scare some people. Mm. I don't speak Japanese. Oh, we might have an awkward interaction. Wow, can't wait to do that. All right, so Sunmi gets abducted, and there's she's got uh, uh, the friend with her, uh, Yon, who's uh, I don't know. Be, is he huh? your friend? Like I don't know. I assumed he was some kid who saw. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna help this lady. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm See, not sure. They seem close. Yeah, I thought that they were uh, pals, but I don't, I don't know for sure. But uh, yeah, I got that impression. And Yon's supposed to be like kind of a young guy. I think it was, I think he was portrayed by a woman, though. It was definitely a girl. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if I had become gay. Who was, who was a <laughs> You woman? did. Okay. Boy, boy I girl? am become gay. Just say you want to fuck that little boy and then add no homo and then <laughs> cool with it. Uh, or no, wait, everybody will be mad at you. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you pissed off every person. <laughs> um. So, anyways, <laughs> so that's a thing that happens. Yeah, they they fight a lot. I remember the, the scene where the girl puts on the top. She's like walking around her bra and then she puts on a shirt while walking through the thing. And then she sits down with her friend and they get to the van. They're like, hey, you guys missed the train. You want to come jump in this van with us? And she's like, yeah, sure. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you could become furniture. And they cut Sunmi's uh, bra open when they were going to wrap her. And then she just like sits there with it, with her stuff out and just like chilling the whole time waiting for. Waiting for the people they're they're trying to use her as bait. 
Well, they're not using her as bait. They were using the guy they were bringing to her as bait. Wait, what? They were, like, she wasn't even part of the plan, I don't think. Well, I guess she was, kind of. Because she didn't even really need to be there. They were just going to hold her out, weren't they? Like, Yeah, that's right. And so, uh, but then they find out that Soon Mi is the daughter of the high priest. Yeah. Who I guess is above all of the uh, uh, crime tribes. Yeah, apparently uh, Bupa, like, kind of is below the high priest. And, yeah, like, and they have that guy come with the flashlight that shoots the holographic projection. Yeah. Are you saying that that she was the the his virgin daughter? Yeah. Yes. You didn't okay. Get that? I missed that part. Oh, yeah. Wait, okay. what? Yeah, they dropped flyers and they, like... <laughs> and they dropped flyers with her picture. <laughs> and like they were the like, flyers. the guys were connect. yeah, the guys were comparing the picture to her. Did and then you later think on the virgin film... daughter was completely unrelated. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why she was trying to get them to rape her. Ah, oh yeah, so she couldn't be sacrificed anymore. Yeah, to the Dark Lord or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I cooked a pizza like right in the middle. <laughs> you know, like later <laughs> on, <laughs> later in the film, like also like probably ten minutes later, or so or twenty minutes later, they bring the the flyer to Pharaoh to like to Mara, and Mara puts it together. Yeah, even though he's really stupid. Yeah, I mean, and his penis a... is so small. Yeah, he's got a teeny weeny. He still puts it together though. He's got more blood to work with in his brain. Hey, so Dylan, what do you think about the beatboxing waitress? You got uh, it, dude. I plead the fifth. Isn't okay. She was pretty good. She had pretty good beatbox. She was okay, I guess. It's hard to tell what's good and what's not good, really. You're just I like, like you taking... just this whole film like with a layer of rage, didn't you? Well, I had me until they ripped off that lady's shirt. Like, okay, yeah, this really? is what's gonna be, huh? All right. And then you like... thought it was offensive. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like it did the thing where it it's it indicts things and also revels in them. And I, I don't that know that it ever indicted those things, though. Maybe you're right. That's even worse than <laughs> like it was just awful shit. Like it made me uncomfortable. Then it's like okay, we go to the next scene. It doesn't really put a twist on that. You know, I don't know. I like how Mad Max handled that stuff. But Mad Max didn't even go into that shit. Yeah, Mad Max didn't. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, okay, so you that's like, just, you like how they handled it. Yeah, they just don't go it. into like dark <laughs> shit at all. Well, I mean, I feel like the shit they hint at is a lot worse in your mind than like actually showing things. I don't know. It's just it's kind of like pointlessly uncomfortable. Like this, what was the statement this movie was making? Here, keep explaining, Dylan, while I do this. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. How'd you guys like the uh, high priest? They showed up holding the Tokyo Tower. Holding the Tokyo Tower. Yeah, Uh, best part of the movie, I guess. And like the (laughs) the lady trying to give fellatio to the Tokyo Tower. Yes, I don't remember that part. (laughs) Well, that happened. I guess definitely liked it. Let this be a note to the filmmaker. Um, (laughs) There's too much fellatio in your movie because I lost track of all of it. Uh, you guys have seen a lot of weird Japanese films. Where do you rank this, uh, you know, in the pantheon? What? Uh, in the pantheon of weird Japanese question films. Is... Where do you rank this? Such a, like a vague question. I don't Seven. know. What are you talking <laughs> Okay. I rank 14. this under, under Battle Royale, but over that movie where the people are like vegetable monsters. You know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Vegetable I... monsters? I got to see this film. I would I'm sure you have. I probably haven't. I would agree with both of those placements. All right. Also, my, I think my like 
my criteria for like strange films kind of out of whack too. I don't. Okay, that's what I, I think. That's what I was trying to get at. I, I I don't find this film strange. It's strange in a in a very obvious like typical way. You also yeah. didn't watch all of it. It got a lot weirder near the end. That hey. is also true. Uh, sure. All right. I'll I'll uh, hold on. Let me mute my mic and watch the rest real quick. I'll see you guys in twenty minutes. <laughs> all right. Bye, Dylan. Bye, bye Dylan. All right, so now that we're done talking about the movie, let's move on to the other parts. Oh, we got to talk about the, the. well, I guess we should probably go on to the favorite scenes. Wait, what were you going to say we had to talk about? I'm probably gonna, I was, I was going to say about the giant death fan that the guy, that Bubba's son activates oh, in the middle yeah. of the giant battle scene. It's the part where, like, shit got crazy, where it started going from, like, yeah, this is pretty strange, to, like, this is fucking insane. At that point, I was like, whoa, something, this movie just took a weird turn. <laughs> Yeah, it was weirder than it was. With everything until, till now. Like when the lady jumped out, like in the Bruce Lee costume. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, kill Bill, huh?" She's like, "No, I'm Bruce." Yep. And fucks him up. Exactly with the nunchaku. And then gets sucked into a fan. Yep. She's trying to keep that nunchaku from getting sucked in the fan. She's trying real hard. She forgot that her body also exists. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like so, the nunchaku was like, I don't know, like as long as you could keep that nunchaku from going out. I do feel like um, the very last part was probably my favorite part of the movie. Speaking of, what was your favorite tribe, Logan? Uh, the the cafe, the Mushi people. I don't know how to pronounce their name. Musashino. Musashino. Yeah, those guys. I enjoyed those guys. Kevin. Don't know. The Donos, they were pretty good. Yeah. You like how they brought out, like, Waru at the end? And they were just, like, Bupa's army that everybody was like, oh, I never heard of them. But they all, <laughs> their shirts say Waru. Yeah. I did like when they came out. Yeah. Or the new so dudes. there. Yeah, uh, Musashino, uh, that was my fucking favorite part, probably, of the movie. Anytime they cut to them. Because... <laughs> There would be like fucked up murdering and rapping happening all, and all this crazy shit. And then it just cuts to like dudes hanging out and rapping <laughs> about having a good time on Saturday night and eating fries. No homo. Yes. Logan, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> they said no homo one time. Maybe they weren't judging. Maybe they were just, uh, you know, just letting you know. Like they don't they don't want to waste uh, any gay men's time. They're like, hey, there's no homos here. Sorry, you could still hang out though. Maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the part of the time where we talk about other movies. Kevin, Dylan, what have you watched? I'm trying to make this a record for the shortest amount of time we actually talk about movies. That would actually be great if you helped us do that because yeah. you normally <laughs> add 45 minutes to every show. Matt, what have you been watching lately? I watched Tokyo Tribe. We didn't go over the favorite uh, scenes yet. We just did that. That's what I was about to say, is let's talk about the favorite scenes. Yeah, Dylan, if you would quit interrupting this, we'd really get through this faster. God. I'll start to show you how it works. Um, One scene I really liked was uh, after Waru starts killing everybody, and then, like, all the tribes uh, go to the cafe, and then they're all, like, rapping to each other about how it's a problem. I really liked that. I thought it was funny because um, they're all, like, each of them are, like, stepping up and saying that, like, Waru completely destroyed their their hood. 
but they're still rapping in like such a like braggadocious manner. It's like, yeah, they destroyed my hood and fucked up all my people. We got <laughs> killed like bitches. And somebody's <laughs> like, oh, that's nothing. They burnt my house down. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Someone else? I kind of liked when uh the furniture people all attacked. That was a pretty cool scene. Like, I didn't it... like that. That was scary to me. <laughs> Makes me worried that my furniture is going to attack me. Do you but, have people furniture? I don't know. How would you know that? Because they would look like people. Yeah, did you did yeah. you like take people and threaten to kill them unless they acted as furniture? I mean, how would I remember if I had or not? Like, I don't keep tight ledgers of all my activities. Oh, well, I guess that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Hey, Kevin, what was your favorite part of the film? Off the top of my head, I'd have to say The Waitress. Beatbox and Waitress. Just, she was just because, great. Yeah, just because I like the thought that that's her job. <laughs> and like she didn't necessarily want to be there doing that. I don't know. I think she loved it. So that's what you liked about it is that she was forced to do something she didn't want to. <laughs> no, I just like the thought of her like going into the other room and being like, oh, these fucking guys. These fucking guys. <laughs> Always with the beatboxing. I can do other things. Hey, uh, Dylan, what was your favorite part of the film? No. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Dylan. Dylan. Gotta, we gotta get through this. I liked when the priest t- held the, the Tokyo Tower. There you go. Okay. That was a part? Yep. Yep. Where, the, where the lady was giving a blowjob to the Tokyo Tower. Not that part. He's holding it. <laughs> Hey Logan, now that we're Logan, what was movie. your favorite part? Oh. oh, I think I already went over it, didn't I? Did I not? Okay. Yep, we all have got over our favorite parts. It's off and we all said whether we'd recommend it or not. Dylan, what have you now, watched lately? What? Oh, I watched lately. Uh, let me think about that for a minute. No, you were so. All right. Uh, did no. I say I saw Spotlight? Did I say? That? Yes, I we about talked Spotlight about Spotlight. Okay, great. Uh, I saw Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. How was it? Oh, uh, it was no. disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. It's I didn't realize it was like a coming, it, well, not a coming of age, uh, obviously, but like a, <laughs> you know, white lady goes to brown people land and then, you know, figures her shit out. It's more compl- complex than that, and it's like way better than the movie like Eat, Pray, Love or something. But um, I, I can't imagine like how much of my affinity for this film, the little bit that i have is due to just like liking tina fey and pretending that like this is like a more serious lizlam and being shoved off to afghanistan hmm. it's not a funny it's not like a comedy comedy like the trailers make it seem like it's a you know it's a it's a laugh out loud riot there are funny parts and then it gets super hokey in a way that i did not see was coming also yes also in the interest of um well i'm not really interested but there's nothing interesting about the please be more uh, Gary- specific Got it. Gary Shandling died. That's a huge bummer. You Wait, guys did should... he? He just died yeah. in the last two hours, yes. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, you guys need to all go watch uh, the Larry Sanders, Sanders show. No, I already uh, watched it. Well, there you go. And it's revisited because it's not only is it hilarious, it's also a perfect time capsule of the 90s. Um, so there you <laughs> go. I need to see it's Gary Shandling show, though. I, have se- I haven't seen any of that. I think Larry Sanders is better. You think so? Because I, I know Gary San- Gary Shandling played a lot more with like uh, like sitcom tropes. Though I I only remember from the last season like 
how Jon Stewart was like the cool young hip host <laughs> that was brushing up against like Gary Shandling's, you know, old ways. Uh, now he's that. the don't break your hip host. <laughs> <laughs> now he's dead. Why do uh, you guys so, not laugh harder at that? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so, and I, I really want to see uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, but nobody wants to see it with me. So hey, I guess, I don't know. Dude, I would totally I'm, see it with you. Yeah. yeah. I've been thinking about it like three days in a row. Hey, yeah. isn't, isn't that movie uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Isn't that the same premise? <laughs> I hope so. What? Isn't that the same premise as the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as the, the beginning of that show? Kind of, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's instead of, instead of John Hamm, it's John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it was filmed two years ago. So, you know, it's got like really fat John Goodman before he started losing weight again. Wait, did he lose weight? Yeah, he's looking pretty slim now. Oh. He's a real slim dog. Well, no, you just saw him in Hail Caesar, right? Wasn't he in that? I assume he was in that. No. I'm surprised that he's not in that. He wasn't. Wasn't he in that? No. Pretty sure he wasn't. I mean, it's a movie for like the 30s. Like, you think he would be in it? I think and I remember. Brothers. I don't remember who it was, but I think I remember at some point in the movie seeing a character and wondering why that wasn't John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. And uh, I also didn't see Batman for Superman. Apparently, the, the reviews are awful, and now I don't have to see it. So thank God. Wait, thank you were you waiting reviews. on the reviews? Of course. Okay. Why would I see? Why? I mean, it looks super boring, and apparently it is. So why would I waste my time? I assumed it would be real bad. I'm going to go as soon as we're done. Kevin. I'm not. I don't want to see Kevin, what are you going to watch? I'm going to watch Superman versus Batman fighting. All right. Pretty I good. watched Man of Steel so in the theater, and I'm not doing that again. I didn't see that. I didn't need to see Ooh. that. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I've yeah. heard bad things about Batman versus Superman, so yeah. Mm. I would have to imagine. Okay, hey, Kevin, what have you been watching? Speaking of John Goodman, I just watched Trumbo. Trombone. Oh, man. Trombone. Trombone. It's about the trombone player, Trumbo. And it's played by Walter Satchmo. Whitman. Yep. No, it, it was not that great. Was it total Oscar bait? Was it like a 7 out of 10 Oscar bait film? No, it wasn't even that. No. It's like, Ooh. actually, the cast I, I think was good was... and they all acted well, but. I think it was Oscar all bait. like acting in their own movie. I think it was, I haven't seen it, but I think it was Oscar bait just based on the fact that it's about showbiz, which. Is always what showbiz people like. Well, and the cast is pretty good. John Goodman's in it. And he's well. It's about how heroic writers are, you know. In the yeah, future, exactly. Of course, of course, the Oscars would love that shit. Yeah, but John Goodman's in it for like maybe ten minutes. He's probably the best part. Um, Selbridge's Spies. I thought that was a damn good movie. Oh, I was still gonna see that. It's very good. I don't um, even know what that is. It's so a good movie. Steven Spielberg's latest. You know what okay. I imagine though? It made me want to watch. Um, it made me want to see Hanks. that movie directed by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Which movie? I want him to Bridge redirect Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I'd prefer to. I don't Just know. Watch it. You'll understand. All right. Well, I don't know what you're talking I about. I watched it and I don't understand. Oh. But watch if it you. Again. If you give me All a right. choice to watch a PTA movie or Spielberg movie. I'm picking PTA. How about we split awesome the difference and we just, just um, we just like make him get rid of that DP that makes like all of his shots golden brown. <laughs> let's let's just get rid of him and then we can call it even. Sorry, Kev. But then that guy won't have a job. He's had enough jobs. Is he gonna shoot Goldenbrand yeah, commercials? Very rich. 
Yes. Is that still a cereal? No. Wait, was that ever a cereal? What am I thinking of? <laughs> hey, Kevin, what else oh, have you been what watching? What have you been watching? I watched season two of Daredevil. Oh, no spoilers. Uh, is saying it's greatest spoiler? Because it is. Fuck you. Now I can't watch it. I want, didn't want to know if it was good or not. <laughs> it has ruined it for everyone. I don't want oh, man, this opinion be... coloring this. I don't watch it. <laughs> so far, I don't think it was great, but it's good. I, like I don't it. know. It's got one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Possibly. like Spoilers? Best, possibly the best fight scene I've ever seen. Hey, possibly. if I'm going to watch either Daredevil, actually any of the superhero TV shows that are on now, which one should I watch? I'm only going to watch Daredevil. one. Should it be Jessica Jones? Be should it be Arrow? The Daredevil. Flash? Daredevil? Daredevil. Daredevil, then Jessica Jones is a good follow-up. Jessica right. Jones might be a little bit against your sensibilities, Dylan, because there's a lot of rape in it. Oh. I was going to say, I think maybe Dylan might be more into Jessica Jones. There's a lot I'm of not, like, against, rape. Like, I'm not necessarily against rape. <laughs> I mean, I am, but... Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm Holy not... shit! Well, Stop the what, presses! This is a safe space, right? A safe space where we can talk about rape? Um, yeah, but if you say something we all don't agree with, then you're a fucking monster! Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my Gamergate forums where they accept me. I just want to podcast Wait, now where we Gamergate try to trick each other, other into saying you? terrible things. Well, I think you and Dylan would have lost this round pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to try to trick you guys. You just say stuff. It's awful. Oh, oh, I forgot one more thing I watched. I'm sorry. Logan, what else are you watching? Uh, I just pretty much watched Daredevil. I mean, it's like fucking 13 hours long, man. Sweet. Hey, give me uh, a I, 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 I'm sorry. I forgot to recommend the uh, the Walk of Life Project. Does anyone know about this? No. What is that? It is, uh, you know, that it's that song by, it's that cheesy 80s song. starts with the organ. Um... Anyway, there's a one man's quest to replace right. every ending of every movie with that song, and it works more than it doesn't, I'd say. So, especially for Mad Max, check out the Walk of Life Project. Watch the Mad Max one first. Okay. Matt, what are you watching? Um, I watched. I just recently watched a movie called uh, Don Verdine. Oh done, yeah, I done put... by the the guy who brought you Napoleon Dynamite. And Nacho Libre and Gentleman Broncos, which I never saw. How's that film? Because I just put that on my list to watch after I finished watching Tokyo Tribe. Meh. Eh, that sucks. Meh. I think Nacho Libre is a pretty underrated movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I liked it. I go to bed by myself all the time. It's the best. That was offensive by today's standards, Kevin. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Kevin, what have you been watching? I watched a bunch but of TV, man. Sam Rockwell is in it, and he's good. <sighs> and others. Jermaine Clement's always funny. What? He's great. Always funny. Are you guys going to see Fly of the Concourse with me in uh, July? No. I want to. If it's not sold out, I'll go. All right. I'm, I'm going. I'm there. I got my ticket. I can. It's, it's St. Augustine? Yes. I mean, I hope we're closer than we were in Orlando when I saw them. And I think the tickets are cheaper, too. How did you get your tickets? Was it through uh, Ticketmaster Plus? Well, yeah, wait a minute. You've got a fucking Amex card, so you could have been there. Like, don't they have weird, stupid deals? Like, where you can, you know what I mean? Like, where you can pay with an Amex card early? I mean, you can get into hotels for free, like hotel rooms that aren't yours. Like, you just show. 
They let you in. It's okay. Amex holder. You can do it. Yeah. All right. So we've all done this part, right? Everyone said what they've been watching. Hold now on. We have, to, we have to do an ad. Hold on. Oh, sorry. All right. Hey, let me go into this hotel room, hotel manager. I, I want to do something weird. <laughs> Somebody play the hotel manager. Uh, oh, sir, I'll have to see some sort of identification. I got a library card. Is that good? <laughs> a library card, sir? This isn't the Holiday Inn. I'm playing the library card. All right. What? <laughs> I'm going to throw this library card away then, since it's no good. No! Uh, excuse me. Out of my way, weird drifter scumbag. Uh, hi, I'm John Amex Holder. Wait, Alec Baldwin? You look just like Alec Baldwin. Yes, thank you. Here, look at my Amex. I want to get into that hotel room and do weird stuff. <laughs> well, it is an Amex, and you are Alec Baldwin. That's right. Right, th right this way, sir. Disconnect the phone lines. Good night. <laughs> ah, so the usual. Gotcha. Amex. Use it, guys. Whee! Use promo code... Uh, what is it? how it's talk movies <laughs> living library card special thanks to logan yeah all right <laughs> all right now we're back from those ads yeah so what were we doing <laughs> all right now it's someone's turn to pick a movie uh kevin pick that Hi. movie or whatever i have one more movie i want to talk about uh, talk about it matt talk about that movie or whatever all right i, I will do it I want to talk about a movie called Electric Dreams. It's a, a, a 1984 film about uh, uh, an, an artificial intelligence. That's most of what I know about it. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen it. But I just huh. really wanted to be the first person to mention that movie on a podcast. And now I've done that. That's cool. I've heard somebody okay. else talk about it, man. Not on a podcast? Yep. I don't think you have. Should I watch Ex Machina? Yes. I yeah. heard it's right. good. I gotta watch that. Right. Logan, so, pick, pick that for next movie. week is Ex Machina. Movie. Oh, I thought Logan. Kevin was picking the movie. Are you? Oh picking yeah, the movie, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin picked the movie. Don't let Logan pick again. I'm gonna go with Duke of Burgundy. The uh, Duke of Burgundy. Okay. Where can we watch that? Because I don't know where I can watch that yet. It's on Netflix. Okay, is that about cool. somebody pooping in some wine or something? The only thing I know about it is it was directed by the guy who directed Barbarian Sound Studio. <gasps> oh, yeah. I I'm on board. That. It says this is a drama, gay and lesbian drama, and independent drama. So we did that. We did uh, What's Left, guys. We did. We talked about the movie. We talked we about everything. Movies. Now we just bullshit like no tomorrow. All right. Now let's make personal plans. Logan, uh, when are you coming? You're coming to Tallahassee, right? We're, let's say goodbye, and then I will talk to you about when I'm going up to the place where you live. No, okay, we have gold to subscribers. say that we'll be at the Don't address. Don't be putting of... this shit out on Front Street. What exactly, up? yeah. All right, gold subscribers, listen after the podcast for where we're going to be in a few weeks. 275 Front Street. <laughs> All right, but. Hey, let's talk about this movie, Town, hey. USA. I'm going to stop recording, so we should say goodbye. All right. And good night. Night, everybody. This is Kevin saying goodbye. No. Hey, thanks for listening to another Hello Top Mao episode of this show. Uh, be sure to stick around after this 
thing so that you can hear Dylan's story of jury duty. It's thrilling. And it's probably my favorite part of the show. Uh, thanks for doing it. And get on the internet and say hey to us and email us at hletatmau at gmail and at Twitter and follow us. And keep it rolling. Oh, shit, I forgot to tweet anything for the past six months. Oh, I love you. Bye. It's about jury duty, Dylan. Oh, it's fucking insane. Um, so they fucking picked me. Here's why. Like, we show up, and it's like 30. Okay, first of all, I go the first day, and then they make you come back for another day. And then, like, I think oh, 30 sucks. people show up. And then six people can get picked out of that. So there's a chance that you're just going to show up for two hours and have to leave again. But they set me in the very front right. So I was literally in front of the attorney and the prosecutor when they were like doing the thing where they asked the questions. And I was fucking exhausted because I was so nervous about it. I didn't get any sleep. So I think they confused my like complete tiredness for like, you know, interest. So of course <laughs> they fucking picked me. Oh, what's that? I what the that fuck buzz. is that noise? It's like cool buzz. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That's pretty cool. Kevin, what's up? Looking at you. What did you start you doing? You can see me. Yes. Stop what did you start doing me, that makes you visible? Oh, I'm playing with a knife. Is it an electric knife? Is it a cellular it knife? It could be if I stuck it into the right socket. Mute your mic for a second. Okay. Yeah, it was you. Wait, why are you playing with a knife? You know that game where you do the, the thing through your fingers? Five finger filet? Oh, yeah. five finger filet. I've just been doing that for like the past hour. I thought you were talking about knifey spoony. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> did, did you stab one of your fingers off and what we're hearing is your blood cascading over the microphone or what is... If you hear on? running water, it could be the rain outside. No, it just started, and it's like... Oh, that's my beatboxing waitress. Oh, cool. She's bringing me pizza. Was that you eating the pizza? Yeah, that was me beatboxing the pizza. So long story very short, messy. I stayed awake the whole time, even though it was really hard. So and... when they asked if you're racist, did you say no? No, here's what I said. They asked me if, I, if, if, uh, if felons are less reliable uh, witnesses than non-felons. And I said, not necessarily, not inherently. I would need context. That's what I say, too. That's a reasonable answer, dude. I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, I hate all felons. (laughs) Yeah. Felons are criminals, in my opinion. So I will say, the case was, uh, it was a a police uh, prison guard, like, beating up an inmate in a cell. So, um... Well... I would have gotten out of that because I would have said, well, I automatically assume the prison guard is guilty. They they pretty much asked those questions. And, you know, I didn't realize, though, okay, so I know they ask questions to weed out the jurors, to get the jurors they want. I didn't realize that also those questions, the other purpose is to, like, inform the jury when it's actually, like, you know, making its final deliberations, you know? Didn't know what do that. you mean? Like, it's like they're supposed to put things in your head, like, oh, self-defense is okay. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... So and so solidify it like if you've never thought about that before that now you've had to answer that and so you officially have an opinion 
Sure. And they know so what it is. Thinking about it, even they have no idea it's what any of this is. So um, I was afraid because, like, you know, I live in a very rural southern county. I was afraid that they would, you know, even though there's there's literally video evidence of this guy <laughs> doing this. Uh, yeah, uh, but they were all on board, so we go to the deliberations room. I have to be the four person because no one else wanted to do, do it, even though someone else had been a jury before. And um, we all, after a couple minutes, it became very obvious that all of us were going to have a guilty verdict. So I kept trying to get people to ballot. And then I think literally a minute after we all came to a verbal agreement, the guilty, a woman has a seizure. What the fuck? In the juror's room. I've never seen someone having a seizure. Good God, it's terrifying. Uh, she's okay, by the way. She when when they let when they like stretched rolled her out. She was talking and she knew where she was. So uh, I believe she's okay. But anyway, okay. so that happened. Is I this know, a sign I, that you disturbed the timeline or something? I think I think it's a plant from uh, from the defense because they got a mistrial out of it. Oh um, really? Yes, it's a mis it's it's a mistrial. Um, they came to they adjudicated. So the guy's not guilty or non guilty, not guilty, but he had to pay the court fees. He knew I'm sure that he was getting a guilty verdict. Just this was not served here anyway we had to stay till like seven o'clock in the in the in the uh the judges chambers uh and that was great so i was there from about eight to seven and i got paid a cool fifteen dollars for it some pretty cool stuff in there yeah i wanted to touch stuff but you know did he have a stuffed armadillo he like, had a, a like weird, judge harry like, t stone no no sadly he had a bunch of weird like african art Oh, and, and I yeah, it kind of it, it pissed me. I mean, I'm glad the lady's okay, but like I didn't know what to do because they they like really hammered into you like, do not open the fucking door, do not open that goddamn door. But then like, yeah, I think it's okay to open the door. I ran out and screamed. We need the emergencies. Uh, I'm the hero of this. Day. It's the devil. Anyway, so a, so a prison guard who beat up an inmate is not in jail, um, but he did get fired. So there's that. Well, that's good at least, since you all. Uh, decided that he was guilty. We did decide that. Yeah, I had to argue with some people when I was in a jury. You had jury? You were on a jury? Holy yeah, shit. the only time I actually showed up for jury duty when I got called, I got picked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone my age that has been called for jury duty. There I were people younger jury, like twice. If I uh, there were three cases, and if I had picked, got picked for the first one, it was uh, a guy like robbed our local Walmart in like a town where that never happens, and like he like got chased away, and they like had a shooting thing. He was very accused excited. of robbing your local Walmart. Right, so. he was totally accused. I saw that video on you on Facebook. He could have been anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, you can see the video too; it's online. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm yeah. robbing it, or no, you well, that yes, picked for jury duty. Yes, no, I don't know, maybe. Yes to the first, and yes to the prison guard beating up the inmate. We had to. The greatest part was we had to watch it for like half an hour, and they. I didn't realize like in court cases, literally the only context you get is like from the witnesses, you know, and like the opening statements. Like they don't like give you a briefing of like what the fuck's going on. Well, of course, right? I mean, I mean that's obvious, right? But I just you know at the time like oh yeah, so what is happening? Huh? Okay, I guess this is what's up. Anyway, oh the craziest thing was uh, it took place in the courtroom is my best friend's father um who uh, also in the courtroom had a big painting like a picture painting you know those pictures look like paintings mm -hmm. uh, of him and he had like mona lisa eyes so he was always staring at me and it was so <laughs> weird to have like my friend's dad who i'd probably been in his house every day after high school and middle school i know um, what you do dylan exactly he was very had very judgy judge eyes um, but it did keep me awake when i started on off i, I could you know i just connect eyes with them that's my rap name by the way judgy judge Judgy Judge Eyes? 
No, just Judgy Judge. Judgy Judge. Judge Shred. That's one of the albums is Judgy Judge Eyes. It's pretty good. And that's the story of how Lisa was born. Fascinating, um, Dad. Thank you. Uh, so, Logan. Hey, what's up? What courts have you been visiting lately? I haven't been visiting courts. Good. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> 